Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Take it from the Iron Woman. We only have special guests. And today we actually have the honor to speak to the sister of Tony, the endorphin dude. This is Diane. Please introduce yourself. Who is Diane and what can we learn from you? Hello, my name is Diane Zalmanovich and I am Endorphin Dude's older sister. I am 51 years old and have been trying to get myself back into a healthier life after my husband passed away in 2009. He passed away with multiple complications and before he passed away, he told me that he wanted me to get back into health and do the things that I love to do. That's what I'm trying to do right now is to get back into health. Thank you yeah. for sharing. You're welcome. And it's all about creating the healthy lifestyle. I think it's also when you're healthier, you're also happier. Tell us what you do. You're amazing. When I follow you, you're always on the go. Where do you get the energy? <laughs> oh, I get my energy from a lot of my friends that I've met in the running world. My favorite racing company is Brazen Racing, and I've made so many beautiful friends there. Their encouragement is just the amount of energy that they provide that motivates me to continue running. On top of that, I have a wonderful brother, an ultra runner, Tony, endorphin dude, who urges me, but he also pushes me, which sometimes I get so angry with him, but I know his motive. That is what I thrive for, is the motivation from all the people that I've been in contact with to inspire me to continue what I'm doing. Yes, I am not a slender person. I've always been heavy set. I take it slow. And that's what exactly what I did. I could barely do a one mile walk before. It's a working progress. So I'm still working at it. That's where I'm here right now. We always say everybody starts at the same start line and everybody finishes at the same finish line. Some are just a little faster than others. That's my motto when I go into a race and I'm well, maybe I'm not very well trained. Let's just participate and enjoy that journey. Tell us a little bit how you got into it. You said you were barely able to run one mile. To for the listeners who might want to follow in your footsteps, how do you start and how do you keep going? Yes, when I started out, I was very heavy and I was lethargic. When I was walking, I was really catching my breath, huffing and puffing. This was just simply walking out the door. What I basically did was I started walking in my neighborhood 
from and I set a goal five minutes, ten minutes, and I continued doing that until I physically felt my lungs feeling better and my heart being stronger. I actually felt that. And so the more that I felt that, the more I continued, the more the longer minutes, the longer distance. I did. And then eventually I was able to go around the block and then more and more. And then when I got to a very comfortable pace, I contacted my brother. <laughs> and before that, I was actually really afraid of contacting my brother. He's an ultra runner. And I feared that even though he's my younger brother, I feared that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I should contact him. But I contacted him and I said, Tony, can you help me here? I want to improve my health, but I also want to run better. Help me. That's where he stepped in and he helped me. And he was able to set a program for me. And that's where, where I'm at now. How did the program look like? Obviously, a lot of people, I've ran a few marathons and said, oh, tomorrow you should come to my place and you run a marathon. I mean, I could finish a marathon it's not a good idea. So you start and you increase. How did that plan look like? Well, that's exactly what he told me is that you really need to start out slow as what you did. Even though you walked around the block and you build up your endurance, you're not there yet. So you have to do a lot more training. Basically, he said, okay, let's start out with brazen racing. That's one of your favorites. Let's start out with that. Let's do a 5K and you walk it. Take your time doing it because there is a half marathon going on. So you have plenty of time to finish it. He got me doing that, starting out with my favorite racing company. And I felt really comfortable with that. The first 5K, of course, I came in the very last. And I continue to be the last coming in. But that's okay. I'm improving. And then eventually, I went to a 10K. Well, actually, before that, I started walking. And then I started lightly jogging the 5K. Then now I can actually run at a comfortable pace for a 5K. Mm. Once I got that, then he said, let's do a 10K. No, no 10K. <laughs> I'm scared. He says, don't be scared. Don't ever be scared to be the last person. Because why? You're out here doing something. And there are many people who sitting on their couch just not doing anything, regardless if you're the last person or what. Right now, I'm working on improving my 10K. So far, I can run a 10K at a pace, but with flat. And so no incline or anything. I'm trying to improve on my 10K. And then also eventually I would try to do it on an incline running. That's the type of program that he's having me doing, building up. And do you run outside or on a treadmill? Right now, because of my work schedule, it's very difficult for me to go out there during the weekday to run outside. I opt to run on a treadmill. And on the weekend, on Saturday and Sunday, that's when I go out and do runs outside. If I was on vacation when I have a, or a public holiday, then yes, I do go out and try to run and walk outside. But treadmill has really helped me. Unfortunately, I lived in Manteca, California, which is central California, all flat land. 
I have no hills whatsoever. So I am forced to actually use my treadmill at an incline to train on that. I know it's not the best of thing, but it's something that I... I have no option because mm-hmm. I just don't live near hills. Other than on the weekends, like this past Sunday, I drove with my brother to Twin Peaks and got a run on Twin Peaks for that. How was that? It was the run is by DSE Runners Club in San Francisco. We did a four mile run through Twin Peaks. It was an awful run for me. I have to admit, awful, awful, awful. But it was a beautiful run. And I was very encouraged by the runners who ran past me and said, good job, keep it up. Because honestly, there was a lot of times where I'm like, ah, I just want to give up. But I didn't. I took my time slowly running up when I have to admit there were walkers who walk past me and while I was running. But that's okay because I'm running up hills. It was great because I didn't feel myself huffing and puffing because usually when I'm going up a hill, I'm really struggling. I went up there and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. It encouraged me along with all the runners saying, go, you're doing well. I was actually able to finish it and I was very excited about that. Congratulations. Thank you. Isn't it when the races are harder that you feel more accomplished? It seems like you're lighting up like, I did this hell, even though you live on the very flat surface at home. Absolutely. Yes. I came in doing the Twin Peaks, not believing that I could do it. And I'm like, I told Tony, I don't know if I can do this. It's, it's, it's tough. It looks tough. But after I finished it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just did something that I've never done before. And I did it without really struggling. It was just a wonderful feeling to be able to do that. Even in life, we say if we set goals that are easy to achieve, we don't push ourselves so much. But it seems like when it's going to be hard, you put the extra effort into it. Yes, yes. It was something that I kind of asked him. I said, what are you doing on Sunday? He goes, I'm doing the DSE four miles. How hard is it? He said, knowing Tony, he says, no, it's not hard. But but I said, what? I want to do it. I'm going to give it a shot and I'm going to try to do it. I don't worry about what people think anymore because in the past I did. So on Sunday, I ran out in the street on very busy street. I don't care what people are saying about me. I don't care if they're looking at me or whatever. I'm trying to improve myself and I'm going to do it. That got me through it. Not looking at people, cars passing by and people are looking at you. I don't care. I've had people in the past call me, hey, rude names, let's just say. Why are you out here doing that? That's why I'm saying what I'm saying is that I don't care what people say anymore. When I'm listening to you, those people who make comments, they're in a car, you're (laughs) out there, you're walking, you have a healthier lifestyle. People are in the cars. That is right. Yes. Come and join me. Maybe that should be your answer. Come and join me. I think it's always easy to criticize somebody, but Why not do it yourself? The running is not easy to get into it. It's a routine. It's a discipline. Uh How did you transfer that into your day job in a way? Do you see any parallels with that? Well, I sometimes I 
my coworkers who are Facebook friends with me see my postings. And so they reach out to me individually and ask me, they would ask me, how are you training for this? I kind of tell them about my brother and what I'm doing, right? I'm very excited that they reach out to me and my coworkers, I, I work for a global company worldwide. I've had somebody in APJ contact me and ask me, how do you do that? So that's kind of exciting for me. Or people in Europe, of course, in, in other parts of the world, they're by kilometers and we're by miles. And I would have to usually think, okay, what's 31 yeah. miles? That's what, 50K? When I speak mm -hmm. to them, I have to literally convert the to kilometers. But it's exciting that they're seeing that and they're actually reaching out and say, how did you do that? How are you doing that? And have you inspired some people to start running as well? I don't know. I hope I am for sure that I hope that I think one of the things that might inspire some people is that I'm starting out as a heavy person. I'm not, I'm not slim. I think the, the perception is that when a heavy person is heavy, they don't do any exercising. They just sit on the couch and they mm -hmm. watch TV. As a heavy person going out there doing it, I hope that that's inspiring mm -hmm. to people To You can do this. It's hard work. It's not easy, but you can do it if you put your mindset to do it. Keep on going. What is your goal for this year? My brother has encouraged me and I said, I'll do it. <laughs> He recently did a 200-mile race up in Washington State called Pigtails. I was his crew member. I saw how hard it was, but how energized he was to do it and how amazingly he completed it. I said, what? I want to try the 50K. Come in May, I will, the end of May, I will be flying up to Washington State with him and his girlfriend, Blythe Marshman, I think who will be crewing us because I think he's going to do the 100 miles. So I will be attempting for the first time my first 50K up there. That's my goal for this year mm. is try to do that 50K. Mm -hmm. I hope I can do it. <laughs> you will, will be with you. How Thank do you, you train? I know how to train for a marathon, but how do you train for 50K is probably 36 miles? Is that correct? Now, my brother is having me try to increase the distance. Get the timing. You got the timing, but now you need to get the distance in. The more miles you do, that's going to help you. On top of that, he also said that having done it, he said... Pigtails has a lot of rolling hills and a little bit of a climb towards the end. You need to do as much hill climbing as you can. And that's where I need to probably migrate mm -hmm. in the weekend to areas where there's hills and stuff like that to train. Mm -hmm. That's what he's having me do as much as I can. I'm also curious, are you changing anything in But what you're eating and how you sleep? I have to change my eating habit. That was the difficult part as well. Before I was a caregiver to my husband before he passed away. Being a caregiver is a full-time job. If you've ever taken care of a loved one. And being that, I ate whatever was there. I ate a lot of takeouts and stuff like that. Very unhealthy. I had to change my mindset. What I basically did was have a, a, a different program of eating. Now I eat like a lot of vegetables, a lot of protein, cut out processed food, cut out 
and breads and all that stuff, carbohydrate, no soda drinking, water and things like that. It's not easy. Do you um, think was the hardest when you have to had to cut out? I love bread and pasta. And that was the hardest thing for mm. me was to cut that. I wasn't a vegetable eater before. It was hard. It was really hard. Mm. I, oh God, I got to eat broccoli. But I know broccoli is good for you. I have to say it's good. You have to eat this. It's good. And you make it how there's a lot of recipes online that you can find. I was able to find a lot of that and then do incorporate spices in and stuff like that. Okay. So. Well, we're going to check in with you maybe in after May when you're done with this, or we even have you and your brother on the podcast so we can get some insights on how it went. We wish you only the best, strong legs. But as I said before, Rest is also part of the training. Sometimes we forget that and we think like you have to go, go, go. And then you're not rested when the race comes around. We have to be really rested in the mind and in the body. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that advice. Yeah. Wonderful. Very Thank nice. you so much for sharing all your wisdom. Thank you. What will you take away from this podcast? One step at a time, one day at a time. Walk around your block. One more step, a hundred more steps, and you get to the 50K. Take it from the Iron Woman. We have episodes every Monday. Don't miss out. We have lovely conversations, inspiring conversations. And Take It From The Iron Woman is also the book, Global Business Coaching with Sports Parallels. Thank you for your support and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.